Perhaps you're listening on an airplane. Perhaps you're listening on a train. Not many people are traveling by train these days, but perhaps you are. Perhaps you're listening to this episode three years in the future, and you're listening on that train that travels from LAX to some compound somewhere. Have you guys heard about this? We'll get into it, maybe. Wait, what? But uh, it is a train that they're working on to stop people from driving into the airport. Uh, We'll talk about it afterwards. Uh, But... Also, for whatever people reason. call the subway the train, so actually a lot of people do take the train. Yeah, they do. Are you from fucking New York? Oh my god. <laughs> for whatever reason, you're listening to N.P. Edgar, and a very special edition of N.P. Edgar, a conversation in film. Asian style. <laughs> <laughs> Today we will be talking about Lulu Wang's, uh, both written and directed, uh, I guess it's being called a comedy drama, I don't... I think it's a straight comedy, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Farewell, starring Aquafina Zima. Yeah, good enough. I did, no, I, I straight up didn't. I, I, I don't Shao know their names in Shuzen. Chinese. And Diana Lin, of course. It's probably... Uh, uh, this is the, the pro tip for people. Sure. It's probably... It's better to just say it anglicized than, than take a stab at the Because uh, you don't tones. want to be putting on an affectation or anything mm-hmm. like that. But or... also, I have no horse in this race, so I'm going to stay out of it. No, oh, yeah. not, not even that. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. even that. It's just that, like, um, you just don't know what the, the actual tones are. Sure. It's not like there's a Chinese way of pronouncing, like, uh, well, zhao or zhao, either of those are possible, sure. given those English letters, mm-hmm. and I don't know which it is. You know Today, saying? speaking on this film, Chinese with me, is fucked up. <laughs> is uh, across from me a very, very successful podcaster and a successful television wow. writer as well. Jesus Christ, wow. Andrew T. What up? <laughs> yeah, and then, is that uh, the energy you wanted? Is that the energy of <laughs> yeah, success? That's the energy Jesus. that I wanted. Of oh, success. That's the most Asian thing I've ever heard. Just <laughs> shoot down all of your credits. Yeah, all of his credits. <laughs> he was like, oh, not good enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, to my right, a very, very talented actor, also a talented writer. Ah, oh, thank you. Talented performer just ended a fantastic show at UCB, a show that they begged no. for her to keep going, and she refused <laughs> to keep it going, the K-pop show. No, uh, no, that is, of no. course, Jane Kim. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Now, guys, we all watched the film, <laughs> The Farewell. By the way, I watched this shit a long time ago. <laughs> I just watched yeah, it. Okay, I, I is it fresh for you this. guys? It is. Okay, good. Because we watched it Thursday? No, we watched it Monday. Oh my God, Monday. <laughs> you had just received several shots. Yeah. Because you are, uh, you're going to Peru. Uh, yes. Oh. So I had a, a couple of- What'd you get? I got a uh, typhoid. I got mm-hmm. that T dab. I got mm-hmm. that um, I, a third one. I can't remember. And mm. then I got my blood drawn. Yeah, you were very uh, out of it <laughs> when we were watching the movie. Yeah, damn. But you know what? That actually is. If we can spoiler alert a little bit on the movie, she should have gotten a flu shot before she hopped out. You can't. Oh, yeah. I got a flu shot. You can't impulse jump on the plane to fucking Asia like that. You <laughs> <get the flu. laughs> Yeah, well, no, that actually, was that's that a was first, interesting. That's that you a did first that. act spoiler, but <laughs> you, should, okay. you should get that flu shot. <laughs> the real movie of the farewell, she should have gotten the flu within like forty eight hours and just been in bed right, the whole time. Anti anti vax. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, uh, uh, you get the flu like immediately? Is it because no. of how long the airplane ride is? No, it's just it's a different flu. Mm. So the flu basically goes around the globe and mutates, and um, by the time it gets to Asia, it's the different flu. Like the prevalent flu is different 
um, than the one. I do in remember the getting incredibly sick. Yeah. Every time I go to yeah. Korea. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where I. And you're on a plane and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. yeah everyone uh, jet lagged and whatnot. Everyone, no, but yeah. for real, she should straight up just because the ac is circulating that's why i always turn off i don't know why anyone has that ac on because it's just air being circulated around you know, the plane in, oh, on the japanese airlines they offer you those masks not because oh, yeah. of bacteria or anything but because it's like a uh, uh humidifier yes so that you can keep your sinuses nice and moist and you're uh, not getting sick well, let's get right to it what are the best airlines to fly to asia oh singapore air for singapore, sure. air? singapore air though is like some like fucked up pan am shit Okay. Where like they still make I think every flight attendant is a woman and I believe this was true like five years ago at least like they literally have like a bikini portion of the interview. Oh, it's what? fucked up. It's like <laughs> fucked up to see if they're like if they have any hanging skin or anything like I that. Guess. If they're chubby or yeah, it's Jesus really Christ. it's really like <laughs> like witches. It's but truly still your recommendation of the well, best. Well, but one. but it's <laughs> it's like again, it's like sexist '60s Pan Am garbage. But yeah. because of that, it's really expensive and they treat you really nice. I okay. believe you know what I think the two airlines in Korea, Korean Air and. Um, Asiana also mm-hmm. they heavily employ like young women. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like if it's as rigorous as Singapore the Air. I th- it like wasn't a secret that they did shit that would be <laughs> illegal in America, like illegal in sexist ass America. Yeah, like they were just like, yeah, that's how we do it. And it's like that's so oh. wild. It's fucking crazy. How I long guess, is that trip though? Uh, was it from New York to? Probably what Shanghai and then a car. Yeah. The, the, um, fourteen. Probably like sixteen hours and then a long ass car yeah. ride. I, I, I know 14? you were joking, but I did think about that a little bit. Be like, damn, she just did that on the fly. Like she was just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm gonna do this. I mean, that's I, a I have re- three days. That's a real. <laughs> that's a real buy in the movie. You just have to be like, okay, she fucking got there, I guess. Yeah, you gotta take because she was broke. Yeah. yeah, I guess credit cards, but yeah. yeah. Ooh. Hey, she did it for her nai-nai. Yeah, yeah, you would do that for your grandmother, right? Dog, she lives in San Diego and she's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> she's not out there doing uh, exercises with you in the morning? I Actually, that... I Well, I, uh, we can get into it we in general, it, yeah. but... Um, we can spoil the movie. It's oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, my grandma does do all that shit, but she it's like one of those things where like my personal life, my real life grandma does it in kind of like a mean, judgmental way. She's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, because like, like, uh, like I had to have knee surgery because I like dislocated my knee and all this fucked up shit. And she was like should have been doing the fucking marches and and you know and all the like asian like exercises and i'm like pretty sure i just like fuck dislocated my knee playing yeah. ball. you know what i mean yeah. and it, so it's very like victim blamey that kind of shit because yeah. it's always like oh you got sick because you didn't like clap your hands 40 times in the morning and i'm like well <laughs> maybe it's certainly possible but fuck you yeah so yeah that i that all that shit i was just like ugh. i mean i guess it's nice to participate in cultural shit like that but just get a flu shot <laughs> <laughs> uh jane we watched this movie together and yes. i would say that it seemed like you and i were the only maybe it was like eight people in the theater we were the only people laughing we were truly oh. one of the only people laughing well i heard like a couple of scatter but yeah. we were laughing the whole the time the whole time the whole time we were what laughing what was that experience like for you to be like to, to feel a movie so deeply I I just loved 
I don't know. I was really tickled by that movie through and through. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't understand why other people didn't find it funny. There are some people who are very upset. Like, like they were like taking it too seriously. Yeah. And it's like, listen, this is just a story. And Asian American story. And maybe they don't understand the nuances maybe as much as you and I did. Mm -hmm. Because it is a world. It's a story about two worlds. Right. And maybe (laughs) these people haven't. You know, experience what it's like to be in between. Yeah, but because I'm I'm not Asian. I mean, uh, of course, I'm, if you mispronounce what I am, you should assume that I'm Asian. <laughs> but um, I related to a lot of that stuff because it did feel yeah. like a, a very immigrant experience. I'm still I'm still saying. You can make crazy rich Haitians happen. I'm gonna try. I'm just, just, just figure it <laughs> out. I think you'll have a out. hard time buying into that. There's a sector of Haiti with really rich Haitians. Just figure it out. <laughs> just make it up. Um, that aren't white corporations exploiting oh, Haiti. No, I'm trying to. Uh, I don't. I don't remember it being. I mean, hmm. was the theater packed when you saw it? Do you remember? I saw it at some fucking Asian event. So oh, so, it was, so everyone, was, everyone was yeah. Like, everyone was in. It was not the room to laugh in. <laughs> no one was laughing. Not really. Oh, what? interesting. I mean, there's fun. There's. I, I feel like it's not that funny. No, that I crazy? imagine though. Really, Edgar, you and I have a sensibility of yes. like we approach everything with a comedic lens, yes. perhaps. Mm-hmm. But I also I thought think. it was funny because I thought the movie was hilarious. It's yeah, so nuanced. It's like so. It's subtle. very fucked up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of fucked up moments, I feel yeah. like. I, and those were, to me, I think the funny. I don't know. I, I, I'm not I drawing any saying. hard lines. I'm not this. I, guess or I don't that. remember. I think this movie lives in the gray area. I That's truly don't. I, I truly like don't remember. <laughs> so I think. I don't remember laughing a lot, but I don't remember thinking it wasn't funny, I guess. So, uh, to anyone who <laughs> is, is it cool unfamiliar. to come to a podcast and be like, I saw it, but I don't remember it? <laughs> of course I might it as is. well have not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything I've said before is so far and probably after this. One could have ascertained from the trailer. Uh, like, well, there's no proof that I saw sure. it. Sure. Oh, so, we'll okay. run over the premise a little bit. Uh, uh, the yeah. film is uh, about uh, Aquafina's character is a a very Americanized mm-hmm. uh, Chinese American, and she discovers that her grandmother is terminally ill. Uh, I think it's cancer, mm-hmm. and. It's very, what was weird to me was immediately her mom was just like, you're not going, you're too weak. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's a big secret and a big secret is that they all know she has cancer, but they're refusing to tell her. Yeah. Because they believe that she should live her life to the fullest without the burden of knowing that she has cancer. So, um, we did this when my grandpa died. Wow. But here's the thing. The real life version of this is a little bit it's just like weird because it's like, because my grandma was like, don't tell him he's died. Let's not talk about it. But Homeboy was like in bed for four weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was like, he knows he's dying. Yeah, he knows something's up. Yeah, it was just, it was this really, really weird thing where like, like, like we, my family basically did most of the shit in the farewell, except mm-hmm. the non fictionalized version was just really pathetic because I'm yeah. like, we're treating him like a child. Yeah. And like he's dying and he if he in the tiny, tiny chance he doesn't know he's dying, mm-hmm. then his brain is so you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. he's fucking dying. And let's just have a nice conversation and say goodbye, I thought would be nice. But they were really insistent. Those are just your Western ideals. No, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> it really is, but it's some shit where I was like you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, well, that is Aquafina's 
uh, yeah. uh, uh, point of view in the mm-hmm. entire film. Yeah, right? it's yeah, just like, yeah. Guy, like, because there's well, multiple parts where she gets very weak and she yeah. starts coughing and stuff like that, where she's just like, but they what they the fuck? soften it a little bit in the movie because they they they're like the the um I think it's the sister uh, or the uh, the the grandma's sister, so oh yeah, great aunt or whatever. Yeah, it's like, aunt. oh well, when she's really dying, I'll tell her, but. You know, my family got to the definitely really dying part, and they were like, "No, he's he's gonna be fine. He just needs the strength to like pull." Through. And it's just like, this is fucking ridiculous. And like, my sister's a physician, and like, there's like three other doctors in my family, and I was seriously like, "Are you guys cool with this? Like, this is fucking mm. cr- like." You know, they as they say in the movie, my favorite line from the movie is like, "This would be illegal in America." Yes, yes. and it's amazing. <laughs> that part is very funny. And and my my cousins who grew up in Taiwan were like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, there was like a real what are you gonna do kind because of aspect he, to it. Is it a little bit of that you don't want to disrespect the eldest person's decision, right? Like because you going huh. against them is a little bit of like disrespect. Do you did you or did you feel like that way, Jane? Or? I don't know. You mean like well, the parents? Yes, the parents' generation. Yes, yeah. I don't think in Korea it's as prevalent, but there is. My mom was like, when I told her the premise, she was like, oh, yes, this is something that, you know, that does happen. But I don't think we've hit anything from my grandmother who's currently ill. Maybe just like the severity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, but I, I imagine it's more of like a, like an Eastern culture. There's less of a confrontational like culture to it they yeah. don't like to sit down and hash out feelings so it's this more is happening like a, and this is the way it is yeah it's mm-hmm. like let's not right it, it's too uncomfortable for us to talk about it so we'll just keep it we'll keep it buried and take on the burden of this emotional labor that yeah. was something that was interesting about the film was that they kept saying it was for her yeah, yeah. but it really seemed like it was for them like, yeah it yeah. was for them to not deal with it I mean, I think that's a lot of uh, how Asian folks deal with grief. I mm. think there's there's this thing where there's a lot of like sort of double dealing as far as like reasons go. It's like, oh, this is for them. This is so they don't get despondent. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe. And you know what? Maybe if you grew up in that culture and you truly had never. You know what? Here's the other counterpoint is like fucking when my grandpa died at like 98, I think like maybe not the time to learn how to fucking deal with stuff and talk about your feelings. Like it's maybe it's too late. Yeah. You know, like what is he going to talk about? (laughs) You know, truly counterpoint. I'm like, I don't know. But also the movie brought up an interesting point where after they're dead, the grieving is like so intense. Yes. They're Mm -hmm. crying. And I still remember when I was 10 years old and I was in Korea the woman who lived below my grandmother, the, the lady had di- passed away and the entire family came and for an entire weekend, I heard them crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's the, the, the performativeness of it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Where like they said uh, in the film that they hire people. Yeah. And that's yeah, something yeah. I remember from my grandpa's funeral. I don't know necessarily if we, but it felt like there's a competition amongst my mom and her sisters. Yeah. Of, like, to be the most yeah. the loudest. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably, I mean, definitely uh, for cultures where sort of it's more community based, right? This is about like, this is about, and, you know, with some kind of conception of, you know, the afterlife and your ancestors are important and they live forever and blah, blah, blah. So it's like they hear the shit in heaven, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like this is their, this is, 
this is how they roll into heaven, so it's got to be loud. That reminded me of the scene that I laughed probably the hardest at, which is <laughs> when they're in the cemetery and they're trying to give him cigarettes, <laughs> and the, the oh, grandma's yeah. just like, no, he quit. And then he's like, like, he's he's fucking he's dead. dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let him it have a cigarette. Matter. But it was so weird that he wasn't like, it's dead, it doesn't matter. He went, he's dead. Let him have a cigarette. Like yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. in his mind. Like yeah, he's yeah. Smoke it. I mean, that is the the sort of um, the thing that is lost, I guess, a little mm. bit. Lost in translation is definitely this like specific afterlife. Like I guess, like for Western audiences, like Coco style. Yes. Like, not. It's not just like oh, they're in our hearts. It's like they're fucking here yes hanging out in the form of a finch just lying around in your room give them the fucking uh give them the cigarette cigarette burn the money that's that's what that's what the burning shit is for it's like that smoke goes up to heaven and that's why that's my favorite shit is um like i forgot i don't even remember what holiday it is but whatever whenever you burn i I don't think it's every holiday you can do it not on that holiday too but like you burn shit to send it to your dead relatives yeah and now it's like Fucking like you can you can burn like an iPhone. There's like a paper replica iPhone you <laughs> yeah, can send they, them. Yeah, they had that. They had that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love shit like that because I'm just like just like my fucking tacky ass relatives up in heaven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want a Mercedes and an iPhone four? Let me burn <laughs> it. Let me burn this paper version of it. Yeah. Um. I do you think perhaps that is why they're okay with the lie because in their minds that person's not necessarily gone completely. In where our Western understanding of death is just like they're gone. Yeah. But for them, they're just like, well, this is just one step in how we understand life. I th- that certainly is the idea. Mm. It, it feels l- crazy. <laughs> I will say, so I did talk to my mom. I don't know if she's seen it yet, but I, I talked to her after this movie came out and I was like, oh, hey, remember when we did that shit for grandpa was fucked up? And she was like, yeah, blah, 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 different culture, different ideals. But then she was also like, I probably would want to know. For herself. For herself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that conversation happens with the aunt, the great aunt as well, right? Where they're just like, would you want to know? Jane, would you want to know? uh, Would I want to know? If you're dying. If you were dying. When you're dying. Yeah, probably. We have an envelope sealed right here. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know if you want us to open it or not. um, I think I would because I do. You want to make amends, right? You want to see things through. You want closure in your life. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? What? I don't think there's any way to avoid it. I do think if at this moment, if I went to the doctor and they told me I had cancer, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell anyone else. Oh, that's interesting. I would just die with it. Hmm. That's. No, you wouldn't. I would not tell anyone else. I promise you. Really? Why? What is your. Because I have this idea of. I, I don't know. Maybe it comes from how my friend took his life mm-hmm. that like. There's something about death that I feel like can be unfair for the people who experience it. And like his la- his letter was so hurtful. Oh, you it, mean, sorry, for the. Uh, he took his life. For the people who uh, are the friends and, and loved ones. Yes. Left behind. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he took his own life and his letter was Forget Me, which I think is like so fucking hurtful in that the idea of like. We can't now. Like there's this yeah, yeah. massive mm-hmm. thing that you just did that our entire lives are going to reflect around. I mean, mm-hmm. to this day, his mother is still posting yeah, Facebook yeah. Right. things on his wall and stuff like that, but which is that's... why I'm like, I think I'm just going to. No, no, no. I think 
Death, mm. I was reading The Year of Magical Thinking. Sure. And she likens Jody, uh, wait, what's her name? I forget. She likens death to like a bomb going off because it mm. affects everybody else to this, like around this person, right? Yeah. But she just didn't have, it was so sudden for her that the fallout was took so long and sure. it affected everybody else. So if you sure. have closure and you're able to make you know, those ends nice and you're like saying your goodbyes, I feel like it make it much more easier for, mm. for the people around you to deal with. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Plus, you could make us all like, go to one last Edgar Mumphlet's here like sketch show or something <laughs> and just guilt, <laughs> guilt everyone to go and to that fucking shit. That's what I don't shit. want. That's what I don't want. Cumulation I, work I is want. a yeah, sketch I know, show. I know that I everyone, know, I'm but, like, are yeah. they actually laughing? <laughs> Am I actually being funny? Or do they just be like, he has cancer and he's dying? Oh, I take them can I All right, well, let me say for the record then, I would take the cancer laughs. <laughs> So, <laughs> fuck you, Edgar. All right, so I'll be sure if you ever have cancer, I will yeah. produce the show myself. Thank you. The last Andrew T. sketch show. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the film The Farewell with Andrew T. and Jane Kim. And we have returned to a special edition of NP Edgar Conversation Film. We are talking about Lulu Lulu Wings, The Farewell. Guys, Aquafina in this film. Aquafina. Was mm. spectacular. And this really? is coming from someone yeah. who strongly dislikes yeah. Aquafina. Okay. Did you like her in Crazy Rich Asians? No, oh. I did not. Yeah. I, I think I know. We might have talked we've about. We've talked about why. Yes. 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 I, I, I find. I think which, I, we talked about why. We've talked about why as well. Air maybe? Yeah, I think on a, maybe you or on this show. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But um, I, yeah. No. I, I mean. Yeah. I think that she does a black scent. And I think that this film was proof that she does a black scent. Yeah. In that. <laughs> pretty thorough, it, Pretty handily. It went away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no. She got, she, got, she got an accent coach Whoa, to sound where white. Where did it go? <laughs> uh, but I thought no. that in this film, and I understand that she's not doing a lot, but I thought that she played that kind of weight and guilt that you would feel knowing something like that and having her sort of point of view very well. I was blown away by her performance. Yeah, hmm. she was very good. She was very, um, she has a, she's very natural, mm -hmm. which is what I like about her. Which is why I don't like about her Crazy Rich Asians performance, which I felt like was so over the top. And True. like, I was oh. like, this doesn't seem like who you are as a person. Where as I felt like the mm -hmm. way that she was sort of reacting to things in this movie, I was just like, this is probably I how mean, you would behave in this situation. Yeah, yeah. In Crazy Rich yeah. Asians. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough role that should not, exist <laughs> well yeah. i mean because it, it is just like played with the in crazy rich asians just the beats of the black friend yes and it it's is. like just hire a black person <laughs> if, you're gonna, if you feel like you need that character or do it uniquely asian yes i.e make them filipino um <laughs> <laughs> too fun. the only filipino in that movie played a chinese person it's That's fucking true. crazy true. um Huh. I'm trying to think. It felt like, I guess that is kind of how you would react. I, I'm trying to like sort of divorce performance from like the role because mm. it is kind of a flat role. Yes. It's very reactive. Absolutely. Um, sort of. I mean, I guess shit happens, but like it's mostly like mostly the reactions are well numb again, 
um, <laughs> or like trying to hide it. Yes. So it's like, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's, you know, I feel like she's like, um, it's good to see that she can do that. I yes. think probably for people who really want her to succeed. Um, and that includes me. Um, but you know what I mean? Are I, you I, sure? I, I see <laughs> that you were questioning that a little yeah. bit. Well, I mean, I think I, here's, here's the thing. It's like, without like, like, it's not even it's not even talking about the performer, but I do think like Hollywood and white culture like revels in oh my god, this little Asian girl can talk like that. Ha 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 like yes. so much that that part is fucked up, but that's not her problem. No, or it's her uh, problem maybe, happened, but not that, her fault. That happened with another person. What was it? That Instagram rapper, I can't remember her name. Uh, but it was a little Asian girl who would be like, "Yo, what up, bitch?" and all yeah, this shit, yeah. and she blew up because yeah, of exactly what yeah, you're yeah. saying. And it's that part is gross. But what it's I enjoyed, not exactly the performer's like fault, but it's gross. It's not. Yeah. But what I enjoyed about Aquafina's performance, and I think that you were kind of saying similar things when we walked out of the film, is that this just felt like such a human thing for her to be doing, and such a human role for her. And I could tell that her wanting to play that role came from a genuine interest mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. It's probably someone else seeing someone like themselves on yeah. screen, right. which yeah, I yeah. really, really enjoy. I mean, yeah. immediately when she stepped out of the movie, I was like, this is me. This is a story about me. Mm-hmm. Even when my mom watched the trailer, she was like, you should have played that part, which I, <laughs> I think know. is a, a testament to. Kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> call, your, call your agent. <laughs> Calling nobody because I don't have one. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed her performance because it did feel so real. And mm-hmm. I think it, you know, it has a lot to do with Lulu Wang's direction, too, yeah. because I yes. think she wanted it to feel incredibly authentic. I think I read that she was like fighting against all of this like studios wants which is like have like a lead white character mm-hmm. like maybe do this and well, she's like she has like a white be... boyfriend back home yeah and yeah. they were no, like yeah i don't know about this like 60 percent of this movie being in chinese type of thing and she yeah. like, really fought back so i felt that authenticity from aquafina's character as yeah well. yeah i will say though i i believe that you did see yourself but i do think you have far better posture than uh, Aquafina. Uh, Aquafina's posture in that film, horrible, horrendous, <laughs> atrocious. When they were doing the bowing, she was <laughs> bowing <laughs> way before everyone else. Not yeah, because she was faster, it's just, like the arc. Her head is was just already, like already there. there. Yeah. Posture. That's <laughs> incredibly performance funny. note. Good performance note. Uh, I think the thing that I really liked about it that I related to the most was um, the um, the the diversity of bad Chinese in it was oh, really yeah. good. Oh yes, this is something I was telling Edgar was like yeah. you rarely get to see two like older Asian men in one like scene, right? So you got to see uh, her father and then the father's brother and their contrast, and mm-hmm. it was so interesting to be like, oh yes, there is like a spectrum of this like type of personality, even though yeah. they're oh. both Chinese or they're I both meant, Eastern. Uh, oh. I meant the language, but yes, also oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I, I just, uh, the but only no, thing for it, me, yeah. It's true, right? Like, yeah. Because the father, the uh, 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 Z... Zima. Zima doesn't speak as good of Chinese right. as his yeah. brother does, right? And, oh. and his brother's affectations in and of his own yeah. are also a little bit stilted because he yeah. lives in Japan. It's fucking great. That, the part where, like, um, Aquafina's Chinese is shitty, but not the shittiest. Because yeah. that's exactly <laughs> me. It's like, I'm, I'm shitty, but people can basically understand me when I'm in Asia or yeah. when I'm in a Chinese-speaking part of Asia. But, like, 
Yeah, it that part was fucking phenomenal. When she was talking to the concierge, yeah, and she just wanted that conversation to yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she could yeah. not hang. Because I could do, I can do that. I've had that conversation a lot of times. Yes. And then also having her have a cousin whose Chinese is worse than her. Yeah. Like, this is fucking great. Yeah. The only that. thing that didn't work is all of a sudden she could speak to people in the cancer ward briefly. I'm like. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt that too. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, but other than that, that part was so, truly so great. I was like, oh, wow. I, I actually have never seen myself on screen like that. And I, I was like, oh, yeah. I have never seen The Cousin before as an actor. I think he stole the show. <laughs> he was so yeah. I don't know if it's because the character is just such a funny character. Yeah. Of, so uh, 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 a reveal in the film. Uh, maybe I shouldn't swear, but the 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 way that he is encompassed in the lies. I think it's so in, it's in the it's in the trailer. I think the most... that they're getting married. Yeah, I didn't know that. It, it, oh, it okay. was in the trailer. Okay, yeah. I did yeah. not know the whole married thing. And when maybe... I got there, I was like, "This is great." Oh yeah, great yeah. way to encompass the <laughs> yeah. lies. My favorite thing about that actor was like he was probably the most fragile out of all of the family members. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that sadness was just brimming under this facade. Of Absolutely, just like, I'm yeah. gonna crack at any moment. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to think. He. Uh, I, uh, he reminds me of um, the British actor. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, he's in Happy Go Lucky as the racist in Happy Go Lucky, but uh, he's really good <laughs> in general. Yeah, uh, the scene where <laughs> he's, gonna, yeah, keep going, they're keep playing going. that game, they're the, oh, drinking, the game, drinking game, and then yeah. he just fucking breaks after it. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things. I know that juxtaposition of them all having fun. Yes, and then the opera singer comes out and yeah. he just loses his shit. <laughs> to the point all of the women yes. come and surround him, and At, he's just bawling. And they're yelling at the opera singer to stop singing, <laughs> not get him out of the room. They're just like, "Stop singing! Your singing is so profound." <laughs> That we can't stop this young man from crying. I love a tacky ass Chinese wedding too. Oh, it was such it's a fucking good, great. It was such a great wedding scene because uh, a lot of the wedding traditions that happen aren't familiar to me as a Western yeah, person. Yeah. Gotcha. I was just like, oh, this is so interesting. Well, China's interesting too because it's like the value system or the shit that not even value system, but it's like the the things from Western culture that they've adopted mm. are like piecemeal. And yes. so it's just like some elements of this, like operas, like my favorite, my, like the, it's not in the movie, but my favorite illustration of this is how like China is like now, now that they have money, it's like the biggest like uh, uh purchaser of French wine, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. cause it's like a status symbol and, mm -hmm. and the wine and Asian in general, but you know, the, the, the market for the, cause it's like, cause literally like what China is in general and like you know then it kind of bleeds out to the rest of asia like what they think is cool is like what like a 1980s stockbroker thinks is cool <laughs> Absolutely. and you see that in the film yeah, right? yeah. The with champagne. the grandma's ideals and how yeah. upset she was about uh them crab not having, or something yeah, yeah she's yeah. just like you promised me i think it was lobster and yeah, then she was yeah. mad that it was crab yeah, yeah. It's it's but it's it's all shit like that right we we're like <laughs> mm -hmm. but the wine thing i i particularly love because it's like there's almost no, this is a broad, broadly speaking, there's almost no drink that's worse with Chinese food than a fucking like thick red wine. <laughs> like it's just weird. So that means they just decided, oh, this is what rich people have. Yes. So we're going to make ourselves like this and that's, drink it all the fucking time. It's horrible. I don't know why, but this reminds me of what I know about Kim Jong-un and uh, is he loves Swiss cheese. So yeah, and poured a bunch of cheese and wine and and like 
Yeah. Like scotch. That's such something. an old way <laughs> yeah. of affluence. Yeah. No, Kim Jong Un basically it's he he is a little bit like like uh just any general episode of Cribs because it feels like he got his aesthetic <laughs> from Scarface and like yes. never never learned anything else. No, yeah. right? Like his favorite basketball player is Dennis Rodman. Someone yeah. who has not touched a basketball <laughs> yeah. in thirty it's years. Fucking, it's just but that's that's kind of the way like it's funny to see how that's how globalism kind of works is like you can't predict which pieces of the culture are going to are going to are going to stick. Yes. Yeah, and so it's just like okay, I guess and and like and China's interesting too cuz it's not, you know, so so much in this movie, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like rickshaws and like sometimes not great sewage, but also iPhones and Teslas. And it's like <laughs> okay, cuz it's it, it's like I mean, what it is, is it's like the fucking 19th century, but with Teslas. Absolutely. It's fucking crazy. Guys, it seems like movies like Crazy Rich Asian and Farewell are starting to pop up now. Of course, Asian cinema has been on the map forever, but it seems like now American markets are a yeah. little bit more open to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you think that's coming from? And I know that both of these films, both Crazy Rich Asians and uh, The Farewell, were both co-productions with Asian, China, yeah, uh, yeah. A- Asian companies. Um, but um, well, we're oh, not China. Yeah, Singapore, I mean, I whatever, think yeah. economically, yeah. China is consuming a lot of uh, American movies. So well, they started paying for movies, so yeah. that helps. Mm-hmm. Is like because it's not the like it's been a while since I've been to China, but I think the culture of just like the bootleg is not gone at all, but slightly lessening. I think it's just like now that there's like general money in the in the population a little bit there's like kind of a middle class and and shit like that um now it's like oh okay we go to the movies now and like we we buy things mm-hmm. um but also asian americans there's like i think like somewhere in there like they figured out it's cuz asian americans really in the last like 5 years like really shine on youtube there's like true, huge, huge, right? huge, yeah. huge channels. Yeah, you have like AJ Raphael. You yeah. have uh, 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 the Wong Fu. Wong that, Fu. That shit. The like, Wong Fu Productions. It's all those people. And like, yeah, that shit is. I fucking forgot about Wong Fu. Well, it just, <laughs> it's not going to get on. It's not for TV. Yeah. But John it, M. Chu as yeah, well. Yeah. It shows mm-hmm. that there's like a huge like fucking audience for it. That's mm-hmm. like finding its feet a little bit. And the creators are finding their feet. Some of them are in this room. It it doesn't matter. The important thing is <laughs> the important thing is we're all out here trying really hard. Um, no, so, but but I think that's the thing. It's like, and then that is coupled with like just the general mainstreaming of shit. That's true. Um, that's true. Diversity is mainstream now. Yeah, well, so slightly. it's a little more than it was. Yes, I think um, also yeah. just everyone's embracing niche culture so much. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, let's. Uh, give everybody a shot and then once it does hit let's well, it's make also, it it's mainstream. also cheap like uh like the farewell was like cheap 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 oh yeah, yeah. i, I can't was... let me look i can't imagine that that film cost them a lot of money and like like jane is saying it's okay to to cater to such a niche market when it's just like yeah 11 million oh no no Three million dollars. Yeah, and it made eleven million, which yeah. is three like you could times almost have kickstarted that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, true. true. Like, like true. Right. The most you're paying for is tickets. Yeah, to uh, uh, to China. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane, now that it seems like markets are more open to uh, these kinds of films, what are some of the films that you would like to see uh, with perhaps a sixty percent, seventy percent, eighty percent, hundred percent all Asian cast? 
Um, you know, I didn't even think about the Asian American story being mainstream, being able to be mainstream. Mm. So me being able to see that in the farewell made me think, oh, there should be more of this because there's everybody who's experienced this like living in both worlds probably has a lot of different types of story within it. Absolutely. You guys are not a monolith. Exactly. So maybe I would like to see more of that represented. I love to see more like Asian American comedy because mm-hmm. I feel like mm. comedy in Korea is so it's very different, but it's very enjoyable. And it's like, how can we bring, how can we meld these comedy styles too? When I lived in, I, I did a semester in China and my roommate was Korean and when I was in college and he was like, you could go to Seoul and be the sarcastic Chinese guy. And I was like, I don't want to do that. But Is that an archetype in you. Korean comedies? He was very chi- convinced. Uh, I, I don't think it, it felt not real. You could create I, that archetype when for I did yourself, a, certainly. He was, he was just like, you could do it. And I'm like, it's not going to happen, dog. It's not ever going to happen. But he was a very weird rich kid. But I, I do think, like, now I'm trying to rack my brains. This is perhaps the only comedy I can think of with a predominantly Asian cast that was marketed in America. Of course, right. obviously these movies exist. Yeah, I think the elsewhere. last time they tried that was Margaret Cho, and that was 20-something yeah. years or ago. Maybe, I guess Always Be My Maybe. People, always Be like, My Maybe, that, was that sort is of, like sort of concurrent. Yeah. Um, there's that. Crazy Rich Asians, I guess, is a comedy. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I mean, it's, 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 I guess it, it is a rom com ish. No. I think, like, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I think hopefully it's sort of like knocking out a lot of the first draft ideas is gonna, yes. is what's gonna, you know, it's, that's the shit that's like working its way through production. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'll see. I mean, you know, um, like this year on the TV side, there was a bunch of like shit that didn't go, but it was like ambitious and like yeah. that stuff was exciting. Uncle Fina has a show coming out on Uncle Comedy Fina's Central. Show, yeah. So so I think it's like we can start to get like, you know, second the second generation of shit a little yes. bit. Um Yes. Which happens which feels like what's happening in black spaces right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're getting our Atlantas, our yeah. our, our insecure our our weirder left of center things. Yeah. yeah versus yeah. in the nineties it was like Yeah. Just yeah. 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 These are black people living Sit in an apartment. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Dope. Great. Yeah. Cool. Like so Yeah. I think that's right, right? Like Yeah. Um Yeah. Or I mean, maybe the business models just change and it's just going to be fucking YouTube videos or like Snapchat or whatever. Uh, you don't feel like with streaming there's going to be room for a little bit of a weirder Asian American type show? I I think hope so. the Asian thing I to say is I'm not sure. <laughs> just yeah. to hold back any expectation, right? I'm just because I've say... always felt like there has been promise that mm. Asians are going to be represented in the media. Yeah. And it's never really happened. We were like, maybe with Psy, and that was a fluke. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like, when that is I this? That I kind of knew was not going to catch on, hey, I have to say. I believed in him. Who's, Did you really? Who was Psy? No, I didn't. The uh, Gangnam, Gangnam Style. style guy. Oh no, that was a one-hit wonder. I, I, it was. It was not so much one-hit wonder to me, but like I was like, m- not most, but well, most, most as in fifty-one percent or more of the people who of, in America who quote unquote love that song are doing it for the wrong reasons. Yes, it's in, it's in chest. Sure, it's but in... just think about that music video because sure. the content of the music video is what made it go viral anyway, and it's just such like a nice representation of what this sense of humor like Korean people seem yeah. to have. Mm. 
I mm, how does that factor in with K-pop? I mean, K-pop is probably one of the biggest genres out right now. Do you feel like that's helping with representation of Asian people? I don't think so. Mm. I I think K-pop is its own thing. Yeah, it's just well, it is sort of like that boy band thing. There's a lot of people. I'm always surprised to learn who's into it. I guess there's that. Yeah, I think it's. It's doing good in terms of getting South Korea's like name out. But there, there's also right? maybe just like it doesn't matter. That's the other thing is like mm. like it's hard to realize. I think for all of us here in this room in the city, like probably. I mean, the American media market as the only media market is gone, and that's only going to get smaller. So you know what I mean, as in the only market that matters, I guess. Yeah. It, you, which is it was, I think, when we were all growing up. It's like the only thing that matters is America, and then everything else is nice to have. And that hit me. That hit me the hardest when, in I think Transformers Four, there's a scene with Stanley Tucci where he watches the Transformers fly away, and then he picks up this Japanese drink. Oh, the yogurt. Starts, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he starts yeah, looking yeah. through the camera, drinking it. Yogurt. And I was like, what? Who the fuck Dang. is this for? And then I realized yeah. the the market that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's not drinking a Coca Cola. He's not drinking a Sprite. He's yeah, not drinking, he's drinking this Asian drink. It's a, it's, like, a, it's the bottle that's like two inches high. Yeah, yeah. And he just yeah. takes a sip of it and that's looks so right funny. into the camera. Yeah, and this was like two thousand twelve, maybe. Like you know, so I, that's when it like hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, they don't care about us in movies anymore. Yeah. That's I don't fa- know, because maybe if they did, they would have taken care of that scene in Black Panther where they go to Seoul and they just try to get it right just a little bit more than they did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that that's, was done I mean, so carelessly. But that's, I think that's, that's the thing is that's the level that we're at. Yeah. Like, like it's just like, for American producers, it's like, well, we went there. Like, be fucking grateful. <laughs> Truly. Because that, that, that's that's sort of the attitude always. I mean, with I guess since China directly finances so many of those movies, but it's always like the most heavy-handed-ass propaganda. Speaking of Marvel movies, I think it's Iron Man 3 or whatever. They just have this whole portion that's like, China's the best technologically, and even Tony Stark rep- like respects them. Or yeah. And it's yeah. just like... It's like that ham-fisted, and it's just like, what? Like, because it, it, like, clearly, yeah. that's what I love about movies, that, especially that, like, shoot in China or have any co-production or co-financing with China, is you can just, like, it's like a drinking game. Well, it, it's, it's not a drinking game because it doesn't happen often enough, but it's like an Easter egg hunt. Like, once or twice in the movie, you will find the line that was clearly written by, like, the Chinese propaganda <laughs> ministry, yeah. and that's in there, and then everything else is normal. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. That's so interesting. Yeah. When we return, we'll talk to these two creators about perhaps some projects of their own. Welcome back to a very special edition of NP Edgar. It is a conversation in film in which we are discussing Asian style. (laughs) We are discussing the farewell. (laughs) Um, So this is a question I ask all creatives who come on this show. Uh, I'll ask you first, Jane. Uh, I'm going to give you X amount of money Mm -hmm. to do whatever you want with. Uh, It has to be some sort of creative project, whether it be a film, book series, whatever you want. Uh, what would you do with that X amount of money? What is something that you are dying to create? You just need the resources to do so. Um, I would love to get, so I'm working on a story that's like about a food critic 
Um, and so I, I felt the farewell was really good for me because it made me, it signaled to me that, yes, I can tell the story. And it's still relatable, mm -hmm. even though it, it feels like I can't share it with a lot of people. Mm. So I would love to make that TV show about this person who is also Asian American, mm -hmm. who's Korean American, and tell that story of what that's like to be like taking on kind of like the generational trauma of being like a South Korean person mm -hmm. and then meld it with like what it's like to also suffer in America too because America's hard. And are they suffering in terms of being respected as a critic? Um, Yeah, being like trying to hold down a place that's mm -hmm. like within kind of a predominantly like white. Yeah. Uh, known to like white male space. Mm -hmm. um, and also simultaneously trying to please her home life, right? Her mother yes. and trying to have her mom kind of like meld into it, but it's not really working. Um, this seems semi-autobiographical. Uh, maybe, <laughs> perhaps, but uh, I do want to tell that story. No, yeah, I think that's fascinating. That's fascinating. Would you star in it yourself? Would you cast someone else? I will probably star in it myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. This um, is a TV show. What channel do you see this on? <laughs> hey. I, don't, I don't like executive Edgar. Yeah, I, this is too I'm much. An Where's the money? Show yeah, me right. the I'm money first. An investment. That's true. It's <laughs> X. It's an X. You tell me how much you need, and I'm writing that check. Oh, Five hundred million dollars. <laughs> you just have to say Edgar's a really, really great producer. Know. Once in the movie, <laughs> right in the camera. <laughs> right like, in the camera. Yeah. Everyone respects Montplaisir Productions. <laughs> we all know this. I would say probably FX. Okay. Just looking at their historical, like they seem to be entered into those kind of uh, uh, idiosyncratic stories, right? And someone who's at least if you're of a white this guy. generation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta. in Atlanta, yeah. But I, I've heard that they are that uh, Atlanta has a lot of trouble with the network at times. Mm. No comment. <laughs> are you a part of that? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, great. I mean, that sounds fantastic. I, I mean, I hope that you get to make that project. I'll, I'll send you your check later. Wow, thank you. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> uh, what about yourself? I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I it's this weird thing where um, we're in like maybe a tiny moment, maybe a longer moment where I think a lot of the shit that I want to do is actually starting to be commercially viable. Yes. So I might, I I might know what you mean. decline the investment Ooh. from Edgar? Because you can uh, get it elsewhere. Um, no, no, but I, I think like, um, so I've been pitching kind of various like twists on autobiographical shit these mm -hmm. days that is like, people are at least listening and they definitely weren't listening like three years ago yeah. to the same pitches. So mm -hmm. that shit is like kind of interesting. I guess the one that I haven't really fleshed out enough yet, but I really want to make is a movie. Um, so my cousin... Um, is dating this white guy who like so my cousin grew up in San Diego super whitewashed good person but you know you know just just very very whitewashed Asian person and her boyfriend is this white guy who lived in Shanghai for like 11 years <laughs> so uh, oh my God. I really want to make a movie based on the first time he came to Thanksgiving and 
like, because he, like, his accent is bad, but he speaks, like, pretty good Chinese, and, like, all the fucking, like, grandparents and parents were like, oh, my God, this guy's the best. They were just coming over him. And I'm just, like, <laughs> sitting there in the corner, like, fuck this white <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to destroy him. Yeah, um, I like that. Current working title, Dumb White Boyfriend, but that'll probably change. Um, <laughs> and is it because you felt like that challenged your own sense of Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, American? yeah, yeah. It, it goes right to it. And but, also, the standards were so low for this guy versus yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that uh, I'm I'm I've like half-assedly outlined that movie like five times, and I'll come up with an actual good one, an actual pitch I mean, at some that point. That is fantastic. That's but such a fantastic that's the, that's the thing I want to make is the the most out there version now involves the quote unquote Andrew character getting uh, the white guy kidnapped by the triads oh. in San Francisco oh. in the Jesus first act. Right. Oh. Uh, but that's not the one that's probably going to make it out there. <laughs> Uh, what I enjoy about both of these stories is that they're Asian American stories, but they're not hand, like it's not preachy or anything. And so, uh, in a way that I feel like when movies about diverse people were being made in the nineties, it was almost yeah, just yeah. like yeah. they had to say the word black. Like it's like yeah, this yeah. is a black movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. that's a story that anyone just both like of these stories every are stories every that shot every every one of those movies has a shot of like a seven year old black kid hyperventilating, but like trying to hold it together. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but what I enjoyed about both of these stories is that they're stories that anyone can identify with, right? Yeah, Everyone has definitely. that pressure yeah. of, you know, uh, wanting to do your own thing, but also having to right. please your parents and all that stuff. And it's an American story, yeah, absolutely. And everyone, everyone has knows a... about hating the fucking one <laughs> yeah. white guy, yeah, comes absolutely, to your or the one newcomer <laughs> yeah, who comes yeah. in and everyone is, uh, you know, fawning over them. Absolutely, that's why I think that. That's what I think the biggest sale of allowing these diverse stories to come through is what we're realizing and what producers are just like, oh, wait a minute. Everybody loves these movies. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, these stories are, like you said, they're American stories. Well, and and we're in this like super, again, maybe tiny, maybe longer window where I think a lot of producers and maybe some audiences don't realize that um, – you can basically recycle an old story and just put a new perspective on it Absolutely. through race or some other thing. <laughs> That's Ladybird, right? Like, that was yeah. everyone's argument against Ladybird and Booksmart was like, yes, these are an amazing female story. Yeah. But it's just a oh, coming of age story. With I can't talk about it too I mean, much. Ocean's but Eight, anyone? Right? <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm, I'm literally currently writing a movie that is just an, another 90s or 2000s movie, but just not white. Yeah, literally, that's it, and it's good because of that. Like th that adds layers to it. Everyone deserves their chance. But there's a part of me that's like, like literally, at one point, I was like stuck on the script, and I was like, well, how do they fucking solve it in the other thing? And I was like, great, we'll do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was incredible. I was just like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna take. I mean, it's different for reasons, but like, it was. I was truly just like narratively. I was like, yeah, there's well, the fix. That thing works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's excellent. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take that money, though. Yeah. yeah I was, right. I was joking X. around it's about X. not taking Yeah. It's X. So you tell me how much you want. Was it some kind of Bitcoin shit? Dollars. What are you doing? No, it's money. It's this cash. Feels, this feels like a trick. It's not a trick. It feels like a trick from the wily genius I behind told, Edgar Productions, I told, <laughs> who we all respect. <laughs> I told Jane Kim this, and this is truly a life goal of mine. I want to have more special thank yous on my IMDb <laughs> than anything else. And I said, bullshit. No, it's true. Um, I want a bunch of special thank yous. You guys working on a script? Send it to me. I'll give you notes. Just yeah, yeah. Just like, Give uh, me a special thanks. Couldn't have done it without Edgar. Yeah. But, this Asian American <laughs> story could not be done yeah. without the help of <laughs> yeah. the guidance of Edgar Mahoney. Uh, do you know who 
who has a lot of uh, uh, special things? Uh, Wes, if you look on movies, Spike Jones. Oh. A lot of movies you watch, you go to special things, and Spike Jones' name is always there. Oh, weird. I think it's because he like people know that they can go to him for notes. That's amazing. That's you want to be that guy in Hollywood, you know? Crazy and Kai. I don't know him, but that does comport with the few people I know who've like not even n- not even worked with him, but like worked near him. He'll yeah. Be like, oh, why don't you try that? And they're like, we're gonna take that idea, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's like one of those like like yeah, kind of like idea factories, but doesn't like always have to follow through on shit. And it's no. like yeah, just pick up the ball and follow through. Yeah. Why are we talking about Spike Jones so much? Unclear. Uh, but no, you're 100 right. Like, if you look at like how many movies he's made, yeah, four, yeah, maybe, yeah. But he's like so respected. I mean, he's made a lot of commercials, but and music videos. But uh, that I feels like it also look at means... his special thanks on IMDb. It's okay, insane. that's weird. Okay, sounds him, great. him and uh 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 P T Anderson, both of them. And their all and their projects. You'll see their names in each other's special thanks. Wow. Also, Sofia Coppola. But oh, okay. Now, now it just feels like that means that everyone hangs out at that fucking Coppola ranch. Probably. And yeah. they're like, in, a, right, in Napa. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Jane, where can us. people find you? Uh, you can find me uh, weekly at the cage mat at UCB, or you can find me on Instagram, Jane1Kim. And Andrew, where can people find you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, a podcast. I have a podcast. It's called Yo, Is This Racist? Yes, you do. Um, and uh, Andrew T. Last name is spelled T-I. It's all caps. A-N-D-R-E-W-T-I. And you're also writing. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm writing. Uh, just uh, tune your uh, TVs to the American Broadcast Corporation company? I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, on a show called Mixed Dish, mm-hmm. which will be coming out Amazing. on... Uh, end of September. Yeah, <laughs> at some point. A good friend of ours, uh, Jesse Esparza, is also on. That oh show. hell yeah! I'll tell a Jesse story. Uh, uh, one time, I did a show in which a good friend of ours, Chuck Ma, had an extra Hamilton ticket, and we created a dating show where anyone could win a date with Chuck <laughs> to go to Hamilton, and Jesse was one of the contestants, and he got eliminated, and he yelled at all of us, "This show is homophobic." Uh, because he didn't win, mm-hmm. uh, and he's right. He was he's right. right. He was right. It was Just specifically always- designed to eliminate him. <laughs> uh, but all right, guys, thank you so much for being here. At Jaquise Neal on all social media, at Edgar Mobuzier on Twitter, at Awfulgram on Instagram. Guys, summer is still here. I don't believe that to be true, but that is what I'm being told. Uh, so you go ahead and hop on tpublic.com/slash/culturekings and pick up some merch. Uh, we got some tanks, got some shirts, got some light hoodies, whatever it is you desire is probably up there thank you so much for listening to another episode of NP Edgar a special conversation in film Asian style (laughs)